readings today call our attention to humility. It's also easy to think of the implicit opposites of pride and self-centeredness. And right away, we should understand the difference between humility and humiliation. Jesus is sparing people the chance of humiliation. Humiliation is a twisted rejection of ourselves or from others of the value that God himself has placed on us. We are not being proud when we recognize the good that is there because God has done something in us or through us. It is humility when we live with the attitude that our good things come from God and that ultimately everything belongs to Him. Pride tells us to use every situation to our own advantage, to do all we can to make ourselves look good. Last week's gospel told us that Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem. He's on the journey that will take him to his death. And in today's reading, Jesus is still on his way to Jerusalem, but he's also at a stop. He's in the home of a Pharisee for a meal, and he uses this opportunity to teach and to model us how to live. Jesus did not separate life and death, what we think of as spirituality and the everyday things of life. Even as he came to die, he shows us on the way to his death how to live. So this story takes place while Jesus was eating. God's ways are best understood when they are incorporated into the everyday things of life. Scripture tells us that meals are a great opportunity, a good time for teaching God's ways. We might stop and ask ourselves, what do I talk about when I'm having lunch or dinner with my friends and family? Here we have table talks from Jesus. Jesus was at a feast. And at those meals, there was a ranking order. The most important people would sit closest to the host or to a guest of honor. So Jesus uses this occasion to portray what true humility looks like in that setting. In telling the guest to take a less important seat, Jesus was teaching through specific example what Paul would later write to several of the churches. He said this to the Romans, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought to think. One word that gives a bit of insight to this is being willing to be vulnerable. Usually we would not care for that word vulnerable. And even as Jesus teaches humility here, he is modeling the ultimate example that Paul 
so wonderfully gave to the Philippians, Jesus, who did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but made himself nothing. He humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. And then as Jesus concludes his table talk, he gives a word to the host himself. Jesus says that a host should invite people who cannot return the invitation. You know, humility affects the way that we give. One way to understand humility is to see it as the opposite of taking. Humility looks for a way to give. Pride looks for a way to get. This coincides with something that Jesus says in the Sermon on the Mount. If you love only those who love you, what good is that? True giving is when there is little or no potential for getting something back. Embracing Christian giving makes us vulnerable. Another question that we might ask ourselves sometime, would our financial giving to the church be the same if the IRS did not give a deduction? You know, it's easy to play the game, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. The opposite of living that way is learning to be honest before God and to hold nothing back. God knows everything about us anyway. He knows if our obedience is from the heart or if we do something simply to impress others. One way to understand Christian faith is embracing personal vulnerability. We're getting close to God when we realize that we are needy. We need God's love and care and salvation. The readings today remind us that when our focus is on ourselves, we will try to use every situation to our own advantage. A focus on self will be mostly concerned with comfort and security. In contrast, Jesus reverses the way that we would usually think calls us to live everyday life with that sense of abandon where we're not concerned about ourselves nearly as much as we're desiring to please God. We are invited to enter into the incredible grace of being loved by God so that we ourselves become channels of his love and his grace and his mercy. That is what Jesus taught and modeled in everything that he did. So may our Lord give us the grace of humility, a growing grace to allow him to follow him with whole hearts, day in, day out, in all of our common situations, you know, perhaps at a mealtime, 
You can even talk with your family and friends about what it means to live with a vulnerable trust in God. 